Welcome to Taiwan Talk. I'm Sheree Felice, and this week I am joined by a graffiti artist who goes by the name of S. Listen in as we discuss street art, his inspirations, and the challenge of keeping his identity a secret. So, how long have you been doing graffiti? How long have I been doing graffiti? Oh, that's a, that's a question, you know. Um, Got to be 20 years ago now, you know, about 20, 20, I'd say 22 years ago. But it kind of happened by accident. You know, I was always into art and school and, and stuff like that. But I moved to Bristol when I was in my late teens, and then that's when I really started to take it seriously. What got you interested in doing graffiti? Well, like I said, I was always kind of, um, I was always kind of arty at school, you know, I was in, into music and, and into art. Um, like I said, I moved to Bristol when I was in my late teens and then um, there were some guys that I was staying with down there, they were really into it. And, um, you know, they let me just mess around with the paints and stuff and then, you know, they, they liked what I was doing so they kind of showed me the ropes and kind of showed me the basics and then um, I kind of developed my own style from there. Do you have any formal art training or anything? No, 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 no formal art training as such. It started just messing about, like I said, and um, and then I just went from there, really, just practicing every day. Um, it really helped that uh, other people bought the paints at first because it can get quite expensive, but no formal training, just just messing about and kind of kind of getting out what was in my head onto the wall, yeah. So how does graffiti work, actually? Um, do you have it planned out, or is it just random, your art? To be honest with you, you've got to have an idea. You've got to have a clear idea of what you want to do. You've got to have like a size in mind, what, what, what kind of material the wall is, what the surface looks like, um, what the weather's going to be like, how long is it going to take to do it. Um, you know, because normally you want to get the piece finished overnight because um, doing it in the middle of the day, you're going to get arrested really quickly. So you've got to factor in how long it's going to take, how big is it, um, how many calls you're going to be using, what style you're going to do. So how did you come up with your alias S? What is that about? It's a funny story, actually, because at first it was supposed to be a number five. I was actually going to call myself Johnny Five, and that was a bit, a bit, a bit of a stupid name. But it looked like an S because I weren't that good. Um, so everybody just started calling me S or S Man. So that's where it came from. It was just an accident, really. Is it hard keeping your identity a secret as a graffiti artist? Do you know what? That's half the fun of it. Um, it's like kind of being, it's like kind of having an alter ego, you know, not like, you know, I was going to say a bit cliche, like Superman or Spider-Man. But it's nice knowing that you've done something really cool and nobody knows, nobody knows who you are. But sometimes, you know, you want to take the credit for a good piece, for a good painting and a good piece of graffiti. But, uh, you know, obviously it's illegal, so you got to stay anonymous. But yeah, it's fun. It's fun not knowing, you know, not having people know who you are. Well, that is a good lead-up to my next question. Do you think graffiti should be illegal? I think having it legal in some places is healthy because it keeps people interested. I mean, for some people, the reason they actually get into graffiti and the reason they're interested in graffiti in the first place is because it's illegal and, you know, they just want to get one over it. It's, a, it's like a massive game of cops and robbers and people are trying to stay ahead of the law all the time. But it's nice, you know, to have designated places in certain cities where people can go and express themselves. And it makes certain dull places look really nice and it makes certain places look a little bit sunnier. Have you had any run-ins with the law? 
<laughs> yeah, I've had quite a few run-ins with the Lord. I've been I've been pinched a few times, well arrested a few times, and that keeps me moving about from place to place. I don't like to stay in one city for too long. So for the past kind of six or seven years now. I've been travelling around, firstly all uh, around Europe, and now I'm in Asia, obviously, and uh, it's it's really good, it's really nice, really cool. It's nice to see different influences from all over the world, you know, and it's nice to see different uh, different styles, and you can really see that in different cities. So how long have you been in Taipei for? Um, I've been in Taipei now for around six, seven months. I'm hoping to stay for a couple of months more. I've soaked up a bit of the culture now. I think it's a really beautiful place. But I think Japan's the next on the list. There's some really cool stuff happening in Japan and I wouldn't, wouldn't mind going over and having a look over there, see what's happening. Tell me, do you think graffiti art and street art is important? Yeah, I do actually. I think every form of expression is really, really important. Especially street art because it's really raw. It's unadulterated and it's just exactly what people are thinking or it's exactly what people are wanting to say without actually saying it. You know, they're saying it through the painting. I've noticed around here especially there's like a lot of anime influences, a lot of video gaming influences too. So yeah, this card is really cool and it's like a snapshot of the local culture and it's a snapshot of what the kids and the local young people are thinking at the time. So yeah, I think it's really important. I think it's important everywhere you go. Who are some of your influences? I've got different influences from all over the place. A lot of musical influences. I really love music. That's one of my first loves. I know it's a cliche, but Bob Dylan's a really big influence. Jimi Hendrix is a massive influence. Jim Morrison from The Doors. You know, you you can't argue that he's an absolutely beautiful human being, even though he's a bloke, you know. In terms of art, I love all kinds of art, not just graffiti artists. In fact, I much prefer, you know, just normal art. Like, people like... You know, Picasso, he was an absolute blinder. Lowry from Manchester, he, he was absolutely amazing. And do, do you know what? From living in Bristol, there was some absolutely insane artists that used to go down to Bristol and they used to come from all over the world. But there was a guy, and I don't know if people will have heard of, heard of them over here, a band called Massive Attack. And they were one of my favourite bands. And the singer 3D, he was actually a street artist and he, he got going. And because I think I was such a such a massive, massive attack fan when I was younger, I think that gave me the push because I you know I wanted to be like I wanted to be like Robert Dalnadia. And actually, do you know what? But there's a few people that may think he's Banksy, but I don't know, it's just a rumour. So how do you feel about Banksy? How do you feel about people selling Banksy art? You know what, Ad, it's, if people have got the money and people, uh, you know, people want to buy a Banksy and people want to spend the money on it, then fair play to them. I mean, if, it doesn't really matter to me. So you're not of the opinion that graffiti art should stay where it is? Uh, well, yeah, you might, I mean, you, it's, it'd be pretty daft to go and chip out a full wall of a house just because it's got a Banksy on the side of it. And I know, I know people, you know, are willing to do that, but, you know, it just is what it is, Art. I mean, I don't really want to... I've never really got into the argument of, you know, preservation and, and, you know, artistic license and all that kind of thing. I just think that... It is what it is, and people, you know, if people want to sell it, then great. If they don't, don't. Okay. And what would your advice be to anybody who wants to start doing graffiti? Keep practicing. If you're really serious, then put the hours in, and you'll get better. Just keep stick at it, because after a while, it can be, it can be really rewarding. You know, it can be really rewarding. Sometimes you'll be you'll be when you're in the middle of the night when it's freezing cold. 
and uh, you're wondering what you're doing when you're hanging off the side of some building somewhere in some crazy city. You'll be wondering what the hell you're doing, but it's worth it, and it's really fun, and it's you know, it can be really rewarding. And where could we find some of your artwork? Uh, all over. If you take a look right now in Sheeman in Taipei, there's some of my work around there. Berlin, London, Manchester, Barcelona. Everywhere I've been, I've done something. So they still might be there, they still might not be. Okay, well, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. It was really nice to meet you. That's it for this week's episode of Taiwan Talk. I'd like to thank S again for joining me. Don't forget to tune in next week for an all-new episode. As always, remember to take care of yourselves. I'm Sheree Felice.